It is Monday, it's a new week, it's week 46. You are listening to the StockMS.us podcast. My name is Jim. And in last week's podcast, I told you that I think Meta will do perfectly well during the week. And it did because Meta was up more than 20% last week. But it was not only Meta because Nasdaq was up more than 8%. And it was the Thursday, exactly as uh, predicted, that would change the game. Will this week be as good as last week? Well, it's uh, hard to say, but I will try to do my best. Because as usual, we will do the thing, look at the market, what can we expect for the week ahead of us, what are the major things, and then head for the trading section. Last week, I changed a, a small thing in the podcast, and this week I will do the same thing as well. I will move the disclaimer to the end of the podcast. But you will find the disclaimer uh, in the description and as I said, in the end of the podcast. And uh, please pay attention to the disclaimer. But uh, let us not waste any more time. Let's go straight to the week ahead of us. As you might notice, the disclaimer was not first. It has been moved to the end of the podcast. The reason for this is very simple because we see from statistics that a lot of people are leaving as description and disclaimer is being read. And that brings me to the very first uh, tip of the day. I have spoken of this before. You have to have patience. I believe these people uh, who just leave during a disclaimer, they are neither good traders. The reason for this is uh, you have to have patience when trading. You have to do your due diligence. I don't say that you should listen to disclaimers or descriptions, but in general, you have to have a strategy. You have to be patient. You also have to uh, take in information that you do not like or consider relevant because it might actually be relevant. So that patient thing uh, still remains one very, very strong tip. Be patient, do your due diligence, do not buy stock on random impulse. Even uh, at the end of this podcast, you will hear me give some uh, trading uh, tips. I don't think you should just buy them uh, before doing a full due diligence yourself. Check if other means the same thing uh, I say. Check if uh, or what is written in the news. Make up your own mind. Make up a qualified decision. Why would you buy what you would buy or sell? Now, last week uh, ended uh, up being extremely good. Nasdaq up 8.10%, up to uh, 11,323 points. Dow Jones did very well as well, up 4.15%, uh, ending the week at 33,748 points. It was the Thursday, just uh, as predicted, that changed the picture. It was the inflation numbers coming in lower than expected, and everyone think that inflation now is under control, and that the Fed will not have to raise the interest rates in the pace that they have done. And that, of course, put uh, more pressure towards gold, because as I told you, as interest rates go up, gold should go down. Uh, and the strong dollar will also hold the dollar down. But as the inflation number came in and the expectations for future interest rates hikes get lower, we saw a huge increase in gold price and also the 10-year treasury yield going down, uh, etc. And gold uh, made a, a huge jump. I will get back to that a little later. 
this week uh, there is nothing special happening uh, as such we had two very exciting week with huge numbers coming in this week there is nothing really special uh, there will the news will of course be about FTX and the crypto crash and uh, these things uh, but in general there are as I said nothing majorly uh, on the only uh, number uh, there will be some uh, production numbers that you can follow of course during the beginning of the week and on Thursday there will be the usual job numbers and I think this number will uh, surprise a bit like I said last week I expect inflation actually to go down but it's just temporary it's just uh, due, due to seasonal uh, moves and I think inflation will be super strong just give it a month or two and you will see what I mean the uh, Thursday uh, comes the jump number and as I said for a very long time we are heading for a recession and stagflation and I've been waiting for the unemployment rates to go up and I think that will happen on Thursday I think that will be a first sign that you will see uh, that will take the market a little bit by surprise on Thursday they will come in worse than you think the reason uh, is very simple I spoke a lot about it uh, what happens there is freezing in hiring and as you have seen the IT sector has really been laying off people like uh, Twitter Meta etc recently laid off a lot of people and this is happening everywhere and you have to understand there is a ripple effect when such a big company uh, lay off people it will ripple down to all their sub suppliers and etc etc so i think thursday uh, you can pay attention the job numbers i think they will come in higher than expected take the market by a little surprise but i'm not sure if it will move the market so we're heading for a quiet week and sometimes quiet week is totally okay uh, oil uh, i said i think uh, oil will uh, go up it's been flirting around 8200 dollars for months now and last week it fell by three dollars currently trading around 89 dollars but i think as i said before i think oil will just continue up and the reason why i mentioned oil is because as i said for uh, more than a year it has to be close to two years i guess now oil shares may be exactly where you want to be and last week's trading tip chevron just keep continue to do well and uh, anyone that's been following uh, oil tip oil tip trading have been doing super good these companies didn't have the strongest growth during the week uh, it was uh, especially for it companies but they are making a lot of money paying hefty dividends and as i said they are somewhat secure in a volatile market so uh, the, the oil tip still remains i think oil will continue upwards i think it will break 100 and i think at the peak it will hit 200 the question is when i think uh, it will be as winter now is progressing everywhere and energy prices again will be pushed to the limit gold moving up 108 dollar or more than six percent last week was very nice for me because i'm invested into gold and as i told you i think gold will do very well going all the way up to 2500 high currently sitting at 1768 dollars is still far up the question is how can you utilize this uh, in your trading portfolio should you uh, get back to gold stocks i think uh, gold stocks may hold well they had some beating and i think that 
as uh, we progress during uh, the next let's say three to six months i think gold stocks may do okay not as good as oil they will not hold as good as oil but i think they can do somewhat okay and this is a little hedging if market starts to fall and in general i think that oil and gold could hedge a little bit when things get rougher again 10-year treasury yield falling last week was no big surprise as nasdaq went up eight percent 10-year treasury yield went down 8% currently at 381 uh, but again I think it's just a matter of time that it will be up above 4 Fed uh, will reveal some of their thoughts if they will try to ease the market and just keep that in mind if they for some reason say that uh, we will remain on the course that we currently are that can cause market to fall hard so keep an eye on that as it said these uh, were some of the fundamentals as usual we have the ukraine war uh, in the background but it's currently silent and as i said the huge conflict around taiwan will come up in 2023 we see uh, other bad thing happening uh, around the world that also will come to play later but as I said, the stock market may turn much earlier than the rest of the world and we are keeping above the 10,300 level. This week there will be some earnings, some of them you really want to pay attention to because they are interesting. Uh, it is uh, Walmart for instance. These, uh, the thing about Walmart and uh, other in that type of co uh, consumption businesses is that they usually do uh, okay even uh, when inflation is high because they just put the cost on the consumer we have to have groceries etc so their numbers will be very very interesting uh, and uh, something you could uh, keep an eye on you have advanced auto parts walmart and home depot today and tencent music it's an interesting case tencent music uh, i think it's totally undervalued has huge potential uh, but still maybe too early hard to say but the, the numbers will still be interesting on wednesday you will have uh, sorry i said uh, today for home depot walmart advanced and 10 cents it's tomorrow my bad uh, today there will just be some snack food the quarterly group tower semiconductor etc wednesday there will be cisco and uh, nivida nivida is especially interesting for those who are uh, into these semiconductors and gaming stuff so it'll be interesting to see how nivida do because that will cause some different effects onto other stocks thursday you have alibaba group uh, another uh, volatile stock uh, with some potential and you will have more food with doyle and on friday you will have g-day so there are uh, some companies but these are the very last for this quarter season so we have a week not much uh, fundamental news coming to an end of the quarter season we are getting into a quiet period and it may not be the worst thing we will uh, uh, slowly um, uh, get to the chart show you the chart before getting to the trading tips and you will hear what i think uh, could be good candidates uh, for the week ahead of us sumerica finally moving very interesting very nice i hope this will be the week that sumerica for instance will really hit the fuel uh, and the rocket engine and fire up 
we will see if it will be the case. Mullen was also moving. Very, very uncertain what happens to this week. And uh, you, I will let you know if the trade was op still open or if it's closed. You just have to listen a little bit more. But let's finish the argument about the week ahead of us. As I say, it's a quiet week. And uh, these things, uh, 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 we will have a look at the, the, the chart. These things are, are interesting by themselves because we know major things can move the market. I like to do two things. I like to look at the uh, fundamental news. What are the main things moving and what are uh, the technical pictures saying? The fundamental plays a very huge part of the long term things. As I told you, get into oil shares when oil was 20 because that long picture said that oil would just go up and it's been such a good trade. Same thing with gold. And all the big lines have so far held up and we've been able to put our trades. Because if you think like I do that oil will hold good, even if markets uh, suddenly go down, let's say Fed will uh, talk very hawkish, markets go down, oil stocks will hold up somewhat good and your portfolio will be a little bit more uh, secure. As I said uh, some weeks ago, the markets were very, very low and uh, I increased the amount of shares which I have in this trading portfolio that I give you every Monday because I thought the risk reward was good. So this is how we play the game. But let's uh, look at the fundament, uh, the, sorry, the technical picture for the weekend was what are, what are they saying? And one of the things that I like to uh, talk about is uh, signals. We see they become more and more popular on our webpage, stockinvest.us. The amount of buy and sell signals. Uh, you can refer to this as host indexes. It's just showing how the situation is. And across all the tickers that we analyze, some more than uh, we analyze more than 38,000 tickers, but 26,000 of them are qualified for these signals. Right now, 37 are giving 37% are giving buy signals. This is very very high, and this is the usual scenario where things two things happens. It goes bad. The question is just when it goes bad because one, it can go bad already this week or we can get into a frantic market where the market just push hard. It can push hard three weeks ahead. I've seen this before, but it is at a place where things can change very, very rapidly and you have to be uh, more on the ball because last week's super gains can be washed away in a pen stroke during a few hours of trading and that's it at the same time with 37 percent buy signals we are in something called overbought the markets are very heated and things can go even faster and nasdaq falling from 16,000 all the way to 10,000, currently sitting at 11,300. that is such a huge way up to uh, 16,000. that means that if we uh, keep the momentum a little bit more some of the IT stocks can just push imaginably fast upwards. You will see stocks go 30% so easy. And uh, there is no guarantee that we haven't seen uh, the bottom. It could very well be that the stock market did the bottom when Nasdaq was 10,300. These things we do not know. That is why I say 10,300 is such a hard level. Bounced three times up from this level. 
uh, not being able to break through. Uh, but if it breaks through, it will be really bad. And we will have Nasdaq to 8,000, as I said before. But currently, it is hammering above. It's, a, in general, a nice uh, thing, what we want to see. It's no guarantee, but it reduces the risk a little bit. But the overall general buy signals are extremely high. Going to Nasdaq, also 37%. And if we go to New York Stock Exchange, it's 47%. It's way too high. It's way too high. It's just a warning. This will not last. You can enjoy the minutes because I promise you there will be pain uh, for the New York Stock Exchange. Very soon. London, 36 uh, Tokyo, uh, 34 And Chesson, 37 all of this smells to me like it did many weeks ago. I don't remember exactly the week when I told you this will not end well. And we had very, very bad weeks following. But we'll look at the chart. Will it happen this week? Will this be where things start to go back to red? Then we have a natural correction because we're just talking natural correction. Things get a little overheated, a little optimistic. Then it falls back. And the main important thing is that it stays above support and i just mentioned to you that the support is at 10,000, let's say three four five hundred in this range there is very good support from nasdaq and if you're listening to this uh, podcast on youtube uh, sorry on audio spotify or wherever you are uh, please note that it's also available on youtube and you can see the chart i will do my best to explain what we see so we see nasdaq in a very uh, downwards trend that's the general picture but showing uh, a more horizontal move over let's say the last one and a half month moving between uh, 10,300 and 11,300 currently in the top of this rectangle formation and the question is if it has momentum to go up. There is one thing I like, the relative strength index is still uh, only 56. It's not super overbought, it's somewhat okay side. And uh, now you may think, so what are buy signals uh, and what is a relative strength index? So buy signals, uh, to take that first. At stockinvest.us, uh, we have made some algorithms. It was made uh, back in 2004-05 and been refined ever since, where we add lots and lots of different things, uh, conditions, indicators, signals into our system. And based on this, we're able to rank the stock, to give it a score. Uh, and that score will give an idea what these algorithm things so uh, it, it gives it a buy sell or hold score uh, between minus 10 and plus uh, 10 very very seldom you see stocks uh, upwards to 10 and uh, usually if they get too high it's also a sell signal they usually flip otherwise but that is uh, buy signals relative strength index is just uh, an indicator measuring how many days the stock is moving up compared to down during a certain period in this case 14 days and it's one of these indicators that are really low it's super easy to learn at stockinvest.us if you go to any uh, ticker you will see the relative strength uh, index chart below i can you can just check for yourself that the relative strength index is high the stock usually go down yeah, and it's such an easy indicator so that's a very very good tip if you know absolutely nothing about technical analysis and like to learn one easy thing relative strength index might be the one indicator that you like 
to have a look at because it really works very well. Can be used uh, in long periods, short periods, even intraday. There are several tools measuring uh, relative strength index intraday. You can use it in very advanced ways and maybe just maybe one day I'll make a video explaining exactly how you use it because if the trend is upwards, the relative strength index can remain high for a long time. And the, the opposite, if you are in a downward trend, a low oversold relative strength index can remain oversold or low very long without the stock moving particularly much up. So we are in a situation, uh, we are at the top of the trend. Uh, the volume is somewhat okay. What I really like is that now there is very much support below. It's a good, good thing. Buy signal short-term moving average, buy signal long-term moving average. And the most natural thing now is that the uh, relative strength index being okay, somewhat low, even have a pivot point uh, at 45, showing that it should go a little bit more up before it goes down. So uh, the downside seems to me uh, to be somewhat controlled. Uh, plenty of support below uh, and uh, at the same time we are we had a very very strong week last week and that can be some natural uh, days of that Monday Tuesday just a few hours I don't know but uh, there is um, as I said it will just be natural for the week ahead of us, uh, everything indicate that uh, it will be volatile the reason for this is that Nasdaq moved very much last week it is at the top of the trend usually it should take a turn down at the same time there is plenty of support below meaning that they can just fall a little bit and then bounce very hard upwards everything indicates a volatile week interesting week i would say a positive ratio uh, in general uh, you should be careful do not go into stocks that is way too overbought as i just told you the market uh, is very high the amount of buy signals is way too high it will turn down uh, but at the same time it can go uh, much more i've seen this many times before so one of the strategies you can do is you look uh, you think that okay there will be more into the market find uh, stocks that are not topping out on the relative strength index a little bit lower relative strength index because that is what the market will try to find now the stocks that didn't go uh, crazy last week with potential to go up. You will see these second runners now follow. It's a very classic pattern. So I think some of these second hand stocks uh, can have a very good week, while some of the more major stocks will struggle a little, even maybe fall back. For the week as such, uh, volatility, uh, third week in a row where it's so hard to say will be end up or down. Uh, because it can really be both the small thing uh, can trigger huge uh, falls uh, at the same time enough support so there has to be very bad news uh, let's say that i think uh, the very low will be 10,700 is still far down and the very high will be 11,800 so i think we'll move somewhere in between then by the end of the week probably be somewhere close where we are today that will be the end evaluation and that brings us to the trading tips the last few minutes where i will tell you exactly what i think could be maybe good candidates to look into
What a great week I had last week. It's very seldom I see so much green and I really hope you did too. I will very shortly uh, reveal uh, the tickers for the week because this is the most interesting part of the podcast. It's where money are made and lost. But you have to understand that all the things uh, I said uh, earlier on the podcast boils down to this part. The picks are not uh, random. Uh, they are based on exactly the things that I speak about in the market section where I think things will go uh, good certain sectors you will see that I'll pick stocks from these sectors if I think risk is high I will uh, reduce the risk a little bit pick stocks with less risk etc and we've been doing this week out week in and banking green after green uh, the only time things really went bad uh, actually happened two weeks but week 37 I managed uh, to have loss on all my tips other than that it's usually just green after green <clears throat> and the losses they are reduced by stop loss is just how it works and uh, sometimes stop loss works very well sometimes it rips you for a little profit happened last week happened also sorry the week before uh, and also last week because expert i got in at expert at nine, uh, 792 uh, and uh, it went up and uh, then fell down, was cut by stop loss at 8.15, giving 2.90% profit. Very happy about that. But XPEV went much more up than that. So if you still are in XPEV, it had an amazing day on Friday, up 20%, but it was much volatility during the week. And that will just continue for NEO and XPEV. But let's uh, do it in a little organized way. Uh, first, the stocks uh, that are in the uh, portfolio that we bought last week and had from previous. And then we will look and talk about possible trading candidates for the week ahead of us. Sumerica uh, moved uh, some last week, not much, but uh, up from 22 to 24 cents. This is the stock we bought in week 34 at 26 cents, and I said, this is one stock I will not hold a stop loss on to because when it moves, it will move very fast uh, and uh, it will be hard to come in. I have played Sumerica many times at strong profits. And uh, ending the week at uh, 24 cents, it still sits at a loss of some 9 plus percent. So Sumerica is still in a loss. I think it's this week they will come with quarter results and hopefully it will be. But for 11 weeks, we've been waiting for Sumerica. Boring, boring game, but it is a penny stock game. The one thing I'm sure about is America, when it finally starts to move, it probably will be too late to get in because it will just take these huge jumps. Uh, and uh, last few times we have made uh, have to go back, but I believe it was 34% uh, I see one time we made in America, 26% another time. So we usually don't good. We were up at 70% profit early on when it was really very volatile. I think Sumerica will come. It's still in the portfolio. Should you buy it? Should you not buy it? It's a high risk. It's a penny stock. You should only play with money you are able to lose. Uh, but if you check their financials, they have quite strong liquidity. Uh, the question has been the revenues and will the quarter results finally show that their last few purchases 
uh, uh, are contributing to higher revenue. I think so, and I think uh, Sumerica will wake up. So far, 11 weeks in the waiting. We will see. Uh, it's for sure not the best trading tips, but we will see if we can knock out a few dollars of this one. And uh, we had uh, Chevron open from week 43. In week 43, we bought Chevron at $172, and it's not been falling enough to be triggered by stop loss. It's still there, and it's still doing quite okay. Did not do as good as Nasdaq in general last week, because it went up from 183 to 186.36. So only $3 up for Chevron, but that leaves us at almost 9% profit so far in Chevron stays in the portfolio because it is not sold. And uh, last week uh, I got into three stocks, XPEV, Meta and Moon. And as I just said, XPEV bought 7.92, went up then down, sold at 8.15 because I ran a stop loss and I just saw uh, XPEV going higher, I think the end of the week at 8. 69 870 or something so it's much more up than that and 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 i think expo will just continue it will be volatile but i just think it will continue upwards but it's one of these scary stocks which moves so much during a day that you can almost get headache if you're able to trade it super but if you're not that experienced uh, uh, it's a hard ball game then I bought Meta and I give very huge argument why Meta. We bought Meta the week before it at 94.50. It was uh, it was uh, moving up, then uh, starting to fall down. It went down to 89. I think it was cut a stop loss at 92, giving uh, a loss of one uh, almost two percent last as in week 44 but again i said i, I will try the method uh, uh, again because uh, everything they just have to push some news about cost reduction and of course they did they laid off people and investors really loved it i got into meta again at 94.50 it was still not uh, the best buy because it was a little uh, lower and it just continued upward, sitting at $113 as we speak, up 19.6%. No matter what happens in Meta, I will be at a very nice profit for sure. And uh, you may ask, so do I think Meta will continue upwards? I think if you look at the charts, everything indicates that it should take that uh, gap, uh, which was all the way up to $120, $130. So somewhere between there, I think, will be the end of this short-term rally for Meta uh, before it stops. In the long run, it can go uh, longer, but as I said, in the very long uh, long run, I'm not sure Meta is the stock you want to be in. But that short-term pick was very obvious. Meta is still not sold, sitting at $113 uh, right now, up 19.6% in the portfolio and it will be cut by stop loss when that time comes will it be this week very very likely uh, for me will it be profit should you buy it well as i said i think there is a trading room upwards 220 130 dollars i think current price is good it's not bad it will not be the best tips you have uh, to get into meta but i think there can be some percentages made then there was Moon, another uh, very high-risk stocks. But as I argued, there was a plenty uh, potential for upside, so going a little hard on stocks, being in five stocks. 
got more than a 22 cent uh, and it moved very nicely it was up at 33 cents i think then started to fall was cut by stop loss gave me 14.82 percent so almost 15 percent in mull do I think Mullen will continue upwards? Yes, I do. I think Mullen will continue upwards. Will I try to trade Mullen myself? Uh, I probably will, uh, but uh, it will not be uh, trading tips for a week because here comes the big surprise. If you just listen to what I said, I thought it would be a very well, I think it will be a very volatile week ahead of us. I think uh, things right now are overbought with the potential for a natural correction down. That means that I do not want to overinvest. I will stick to three stocks and I have three open. I have Submedica, I have Chevron, I have Meta. I think these stocks represent the market very well. So I will only stay in these three stocks this week. You might be saying, saying, well, it's the first time I listened to your podcast and I was coming to get some trading tips and now you don't have any trading tips. Well, if you are a very, very eager trader and you love risk, you can check out uh, Excella because Excella might do very well this week. And XPEV, I think there is plenty upside in XPEV and I think Mulder will do good. These are three high risk stocks that can give you huge, huge greens. At the same time, it can give you some headaches, so it's up, totally up to you. It's a hard ball to play. Even uh, Microsoft, Apple, all of these are uh, quite low. So given the right circumstances, they might just do very good if we manage to keep up the momentum. But as I said, I think there is a certain amount of risk for the week ahead of us. Uh, I don't want to overdo it. Usually, usually I only have three stocks in the portfolio. I had that for a very long time, even just two, uh, because everything was saying that the market should go down and I didn't want to overexpose myself. So I'll stick to that strategy. We are down to three and I will uh, evaluate the market every week to see what I will do. And you may think, so he only has three stocks. No, I have much more than three stocks. I have different portfolios, but this is the trading portfolio that we follow in this stock podcast series. My oil portfolio is the one doing the very best. So that is said, it's been a runner since day number one. We are uh, at the end again. Uh, this time the podcast became some 30 minutes a little bit uh, less than previous which is good because there was not too much to talk about this week Airbus. for you now uh, you tune into this podcast you listen to me you get some training ideas uh, and i hope that you really expand uh, your view your knowledge dig into a few articles read up a little bit i just told you relative strength index is super easy to use and it's such a good tool because most of you will do the same mistake over and over and over and over again you see a stock move let's say that i'm very right that somatica will go hard this week so you jump on the somatica train just to see your profit get you follow a little up and then it comes crashing down on you because that's how penny stocks work most people they jump on a train which have left the station a long time ago very few are able to catch the uh, the train as it leaves the station 
the game is to be in before it leaves the station and rather wait a little bit. But that impatience I talked about it about uh, when it was about the disclaimer, I mentioned that it's it's a bad, bad thing in trading, being impatient. You have to have a certain strategy uh, in the things you do. So read up a little bit and learn a little bit more about the company you invest into. After some years, after some trading, you will see the same thing that I say, uh, see and say. Fundamentals, the stock may rake in money, the company may and the stock price may still fall down because the fundamentals and the stock price doesn't follow each other all the time. That is why we use technical analysis. Uh, because it's just natural moves. Sometimes stocks are undervalued in terms of PE, in terms of uh, price to book, whatever kind of fundamental machine you do. But relative strength index, such an easy tool uh, to use. And if things are way overbought, they most likely will have a correction. Don't happens all the time. Uh, sometimes we do something called. Uh, uh, RSE rallies, we pick stocks that are up at 70 because they go into this frantic rally, but that is really hardcore trading where you go into stocks that have tons of momentum, they're already fired up and you just play that last game where people make insane bets and stock prices move very fast up, but you have to be in and out in an instant, you have to be on the trigger all the time. Lots and lots of talking uh, in the end here about the relative strength index, but check it up. Uh, and if you think you know everything about the relative strength index, well, there is more to know. It's not just oversold and overbought. The relative strength index can be used to much more. Combine it with volume, combine it with the stock price itself, and you have a super duper tool. Now, this week, it will get colder and colder here in Vilnius. Hopefully that doesn't apply to the stock market. I have a feeling it will. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we cannot make money. I think there will be much money to be made in the markets ahead of us. We just have to play it correctly. And that's the one thing that we try to do. Until uh, next week, I hope you will have a very good week. I hope you will be able to have some successful tra uh, trading. Get some green on your portfolio. And if you've been into the crypto market, I also have a few in the crypto market. It was hammered uh, last week by FTX. Now, I uh, shouldn't talk politics and anything, but uh, dig deeper into FTX and there is uh, totally understandable why it went over and now it's dragging everything down. And that will be the end now, do I think? This may pose a buying opportunity. Yes, I think. I think this is a unique buying opportunity in crypto. The danger is that the real danger is more companies may go bankrupt and more money may get lost. And you for sure do not want to lose your money. Personally, I uh, go over a few of the biggest exchanges uh, with my crypto. But in general, I think this might just be a huge upturn, but only for risk money, only money you are able to lose. You cannot bet on them uh, because crypto may go up, it may go down. So far, it's been crashing downwards. At some point, it will turn like just like the stock market do. Until next week, have a perfect week and we will speak. Bye. Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. 
We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money, and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon stockinvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions.